Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, Warren Geo coming to you live the Little Ford Talk Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We know the matchup for Wild Card Weekend. The Giants will be traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings on Sunday at 4.30. Of course, the Jets are eliminated. We wait to see what the coaching changes are, if any, in this big offseason for the Jets who were building something and now all of a sudden are stuck in this Jets-like quagmire once again. It was sort of like going on vacation if you hated your life. That's what this season was like for the Jets. Like you went on vacation for a week and it was the greatest thing ever, but then you returned to your house and your job and everything that you hated in your life. And you're like, oh, that's right, I'm back here again. Now use <laughs> it's, you know, it's unfortunate because they were at seven and four at one point, man. And then we think about the AFC playoffs right now. Right, you got the big five quarterbacks in it, starting with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert going toe to toe. You got Joe Burrow going against. I don't think Lamar's playing, so uh, you know. And then you also have Patrick Mahomes there. You got uh, Josh Allen there. I mean, it's just an amazing group of quarterbacks. And then you have two teams that are going to be most likely playing with backup quarterbacks, being the Dolphins and the Ravens. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. The Lamar Jackson thing to me is is curious at this point. I mean, there's no way he's... I mean, you're telling me he's not going to come back and at least try to play in this game? I don't think he can. I, I, I just don't know, given the way that he plays, coming off of a knee injury and not playing in six weeks... You got to hand him the ball and tell him to get out there and go play. You're at you. Yes. You'd be, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if he's healthy, then yes. You'd be asking a lot. That's for sure. I mean, if he's seventy five percent or better than one hundred percent, he has to be out there. Uh, well, you know, Mike White was seventy. Well, Mike White might have been fifty percent when I mean, he played against Seattle less with four or five broken ribs. I God. mean, it's unbelievable. Do you think you could, in order, go from? The top team, as far as odds go to win the Super Bowl, down to the last one now that we know every single playoff team. Think you could do this? Yes or no? Yes. You think you could do this? Yes. All right. So we're going to start. You want to start at the bottom or do you want to start at the top? The bottom uh, would be the Miami Dolphins. No, you're already wrong. Really? Yes. Baltimore Ravens. No. Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. Then Miami. Then Miami. Okay. Then uh, Baltimore. No. God. Mm. Jaguars. No. God. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. Is somebody lower than those guys? Yeah. Bucks. No. Mm. So so far it's Seahawks. We're going from the bottom up. Bottom up. We're going from the Why bottom. Why don't we up. go the other way? You try the other way. Let's now. try the other way. All right, here we go. Let's go. Let's go with the Kansas City Chiefs. There you go. Bingo. Number two. Let's go with the Buffalo Bills. Bingo. All right. Number three. Let's go with the Cincinnati Bengals. No. 
San Francisco 49ers. No. Not the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, the Philadelphia Eagles, number three. Number four? It would have to be either the Bengals or the 49ers. I'll go with the 49ers. Yes. Number five. Bengals. Yes. Pretty good. Much better than going from the bottom up. Yes, you're right. Okay. Now what? Now what? Number six. Yeah. Going from top to bottom, best odds to worst odds to win the Super Bowl via FanDuel Sportsbook. Number six. So now you've got Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, 49ers, Bengals, the top five. Number six. It ain't the Vikings. No, it is not. It's got to be, I would say, the Chargers. No. No? Would I be wrong in saying the Ravens? Yes, you would. Would I be wrong in... (laughs) Oh, my God. Cowboys. There it is. The Dallas Cowboys, number six. Number six, Cowboys. Number seven, Chargers? Yes. Number eight... Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. So far, one through seven. Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, Niners, Bengals, Cowboys, Chargers. Number eight, Ravens? No. No, still not the Ravens. They hate the Ravens. They hate the... Oh, so that's right. Okay. Uh, Chargers. I said Chargers. Let's go... Not the Giants. Nope. 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 Uh, Jaguars. No. God, <laughs> I'll just give you if you get yeah, once you get this one, it. I'll give you the rest. All right, so after the Chargers, it goes Bucks, Vikings, Ravens, Jaguars, Giants, Dolphins, Seahawks. So you're oh, so the so the Vikings are ahead of your Giants. Look at that. There's a little positive news for you this morning. They're not my Giants, but yes. Uh I mean you're a Vikings. But that doesn't make a difference. Doesn't mean anything. Um, so, yeah, so there you go. So it goes Chiefs are the favorite, then Bills and Eagles and Niners and Bengals. Cowboys, Chargers, Bucks, Vikings, Ravens, Jaguars, Giants, Dolphins, Seahawks. Now, the Bengals lost a player or two yesterday, and I don't know what their situation is going to be, but I, they were going into that Monday night game against the Bills, I thought that they were the best team in the AFC. Yeah. I thought they were the best team in the AFC. And oddly enough, out of all of this, the Chiefs only lost three games. They won 14-3. and three. They had a magnificent season. Two of those three losses, Bills and Bengals. That's right. That is correct. Yep. Amazing. 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 Man, can uh, we be in Kansas City with the Bengals and Chiefs again? Oh, that's right. You gotta go to the AFC Championship game. Could be a neutral site if it's Buffalo and Kansas City. Yeah. And you'll fly You'll because of the week in between. You'll come home. Yes? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's a lot of travel. It's a lot of travel. I have to go to L.A. that week. That same week? Yeah. After the championship games? Yes. Okay, for the Super Bowl greatest commercial. Right. Wow. So you got to, let's say, for example, you're in Kansas City. Then you got to go to L.A. Yeah, I got, I'm I'm trying to figure all that out right now. Then you got to, this is like the, my, I, this is a boomer situation. Yes. <laughs> All right, so he's out there. Let's say Kansas City is the site of the AFC Championship game. He's got to go out there to Super Bowl greatest commercials. He's got to film that L.A. And then what do you do? You stay out there, L.A., then go to Phoenix for Super Bowl week. You fly back home. Maybe spend a couple of days at home, then go out to Phoenix. I'd be tempted to stay out there. Yeah, so that's, you've got to figure all this out. Right, and the good news, at least I could you know zoom back into this program because this program is, is important to be on this program the Monday after the championship game. You think? Yes. Yes. Especially when the Giants end up beating the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs>
on their way to another Super Bowl. Uh, all right, uh, let's go to Patrick, who's out in Detroit. What's going on, Patrick? Oh, how's it going? Good. What's up, man? Oh, I just wanted to talk about uh, Zach Wilson and LaFord. Yeah. So this is probably toward, towards more boomer, but um, why didn't I mean I know we've been talking about before and not calling you know quarterback design plays, but I think people forget Zach ran a four 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 in the combine, so like that's not slow speed we're talking about here. On top of his play calling since Brees Hall got hurt, I mean if you look at the Jags game, he called five run plays in the entire first half that game in those conditions, and then we go to Seattle and he has Mike White drop back fifty times. With broken ribs, an old line that's been struggling, and he calls fifty pass plays. I just, I get, I get baffled by his play calling. I think, I think before needs to be gone. I think they need to get a offensive coordinator in there that can use Zach's mobility, which he can be a mobile quarterback. He's an athletic kid. I mean, granted, I understand his BYU days. His schedule wasn't very, um, you know, wasn't very hard, but the kid's got talent, and for us to not to use that mobility, just. Doesn't make sense. Well, I, I will say, Patrick, that you know when you look at games like, you know, the Denver game where he's running around all over the place. That was a hard game to watch. Um, when you watch him in the pocket and he throws some passes, you know there are some passes where you know he's got talent. But then there are those passes that where our guys are wide open in the New England game, the second one especially. Guys are wide open and he is missing them. He's either overthrowing them or he's throwing it at their feet. And these are like wide receiver screens that every quarterback completes like 10 of them a game. Yeah. And he's missing those things. So there is a fundamental problem with his physical ability. Uh, physical ability. And then there's also the mental stuff that's going on where the confidence has really been shaken. So there's, it's a mess right now. He's a mess. Their quarterback situation is a mess. Their offensive situation is a mess. And it doesn't help, as as he just pointed out. The guy with the broken ribs is throwing the ball 50 times. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's – and then you have, you know, the, the, the Flacco. I think they just handed him the start yesterday thinking maybe this is going to be his last game. So I'll let him go out there and play one last time. I don't know. I mean, that could be the thought. And they just wanted to keep Zach away from the field as much as they possibly could to see if they can – somehow make a reclamation project out of this for next year i mean i would be really again i as much as i been through this with so many other players around here and so many other sports not just football you wonder how in the world is he going to find his way back in a positive light for this fan base like edwin diaz did for the mets like francisco Lindor did for the mets you know, I'm yeah, those just, guys had a history of being good in other places. It's it's, it's different. You know, those guys had uh, and they succeeded, were older. They were more mature right, at the highest level in their craft. And Zach Wilson hasn't experienced that. But even Julius Randle for the next this year, again, a, a, an older player has been through the wars. He's got the this you know the scars to show you that he's been booed and he's been. But he was tormented. an All NBA guy one year and then yes. had a terrible year and then came back and played well. You know, no, it's the the example would be somebody who was just absolutely miserable from the start. And then figured it out, um, which is not even Daniel Jones is not even the example because Daniel Jones wasn't miserable from the start. He had a decent rookie year. He showed like he could play and then he ended up getting hurt and there was a lot of turnovers and everything else. But I, I do think that Zach can still have a productive NFL career. It cannot be as the Jets quarterback. It's not going to work here. And if I would advise advising him, his family, everything else, get out, get out, go yeah. somewhere else. That, that That's the other problem that you have with Zach Wilson is number one is does he want to be here after all of this? 
you know, uh, and then on top of that, let's say he does come back. And let's say they try to, you know, make a player out of him. Uh, the first sign of any sort of negativity or downward spiral, or spiral or two-game losing streak, is he going to have the mental acuity to handle it? That, that would be my biggest question. Now, he's shown that he's been able to do that because he threw those three interceptions against New England. And he got booed at home. And the next week they come back and they play against the number one seed, Bills. And what do they do? They win and he plays a solid game. I'm not saying he played a great game. I'm saying yeah. he played a solid game. So the ability to put the pass behind him showed up in that situation. But then the next game leading into that, that New England game, where he came out of it and said, you know, nobody knows what's going on in this building, not that whole commentary. Yeah. And then that performance in that New England game where they scored three points was like the beginning of the end. Did he do enough in that time to win back the locker room is another question that I need answered too. Because if he did not, and a lot of that stuff was just window dressing and the players saying, oh, we got Zach's back. And oh, yeah, he apologized to us. And oh, this and oh, that. And it wasn't real or genuine, and they want him gone, and they don't see a future with him, and they don't want him back, then that's a big problem, too. You know, I got to think that guys like, you know, Mike LaFleur, buddies with Kyle Shanahan, buddies with Matt LaFleur, of course, his brother, um, all these guys have had success with quarterbacks. All of these guys are great coaches in their own right, and maybe a little stubbing of the toe up there in, in Green Bay right now. But you got to believe that they have been reaching out to those coaches, asking them their opinions. And, you know, have you ever been through anything quite like this? And if you have been through, what would you do with a guy like this? Like, how would you try to get him back on track? I got to believe that those phone calls have been made and those discussions have been had. I would hope so. (laughs) I would hope so. And I wonder, like, what Kyle Shanahan would say to a Mike LaFleur. What would Matt LaFleur say to a Mike LaFleur? (laughs) What would they say to Rob Sala? They're all buddies. I'm yeah. sure that they're I'm sure that they're talking to each other. You have to be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so a uh, big thank you to one of our listeners who did tweet me the ratings for Monday Night Football between the Bills and Bengals. And, you know, we were talking about the financial ramifications of that and would there be any sort of negative connotation or pressure between ESPN and the NFL. I don't think so after reading this. So Austin Karp of the Sports Business Business Journal put this out there. And uh, 21.4 million viewers were watching the first half, or the first quarter when the, when the game was being played. From when DeMar Hamlin went down with his injury until the game was officially suspended. I, w- I would imagine it's about an hour and a half later, hour and 20 minutes later, whenever that was. Uh, the ratings went up to $24.5 million. I mean, people. And then Scott Van Pelt took over from like 10, 10 until after midnight, and they were averaging about 5.2 rating, which is huge for Scott in that late time slot. And then the average uh, for Monday Night Football is about 14 million viewers. So you could see that, you know, the viewership obviously spiked when DeMar got injured and, and everybody was tweeting about it, and I'm sure texting their friends or calling their families or whatever. And uh, the viewership just ex- exploded. Yeah, and that was to be expected, I would think. I mean, once in this day and age of social media, put it out there, everybody's seeing the videos, everybody's talking about it. Let me flip on the game if I wasn't on the game already and see what's happening. So, yeah, definitely not surprising. All right, Jerry is back. Another update and moment of the day. What's going on, Jerry? We are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. The Giants yesterday losing to the Eagles, but as Brian Dable says, with their a lot of their backups in, they gave quite the effort. Tough game, 60-minute game. Came down to a few plays, give uh, Philly credit, but um, thought our guys competed all the way to the end. And... Um, it was a tough game. And so the Giants go 9-7-1. and They uh, will take on the Vikings. That means they head back to Minnesota this week, a 440 game on Sunday, Saquon Barkley. It's a familiar opponent because we just played him not too long ago. Uh, but just excited for the opportunity. You know, you, that's what you want as a as a player, as a, a guy in the league. You want to make it to the playoffs, and you get the opportunity. And we know we're going to a hostile environment. We've been there, a familiar opponent. Um, I'm just ready to get home and start working on them and get ready and for the Start the prep as soon as they can. Philly, by the way, will be the one seed with the bye. Jalen Hurts probably can use it and get set for that divisional round matchup, whoever that might be. But Giants Vikings Sunday at 440. Then you had the miserable ending to the season for the Jets. They lose 11-6 and it, uh, it was 11-6. as ugly as 11-6. I mean, come yeah, on. 11-6. I know a guy who lost out on $3,000 because of that safety. Yeah. Well, there's other people that probably so, made money because of that question. safety. But that, that sucks. I, I, I could never see a final replay of, the, of that play and I work at CBS and we never really got to it. I couldn't tell whether, did that ball go it out of bounds? It went through the back of the end zone. Right, it exactly. went out of bounds. Yeah, yep. yeah out, they, through the end zone. Through the end zone, yeah. Because I saw a Miami Dolphin player picking it up and running with it in the end zone. No, no it was no. out of bounds. Right. I, I couldn't tell whether it went out of bounds. I'm sorry. Out of bounds. Out yep. of bounds. But did you see the Miami Dolphin player pick it up in the end zone? I don't remember that. I remember it bouncing out of bounds, yeah. going out of and bounds in the end zone. You can see the ref after right. a minute goes like that. 
Yeah, but they never the acknowledge that so on the broadcast. And the ball must have gotten kicked back inbounds. Yeah, it was just happened? they were doing the as uh, your buddy Scott Van Pelt says, "pitchy pitchy woo woo," and they were just throwing it all around. <laughs> I don't know what pitchy pitchy woo woo is. I don't <laughs> at, know what that is. And at, then, at the end of the game, when they that all you're doing is laddering, and it usually oh, you call that pitchy pitchy woo woo. Yeah, that's he. I, th- I believe mm. he coined that term. Uh, okay, I, I I never heard that, and glad Scott came up with that. But it was a weird it was a weird play. I don't know. Maybe Stephen Waldron has the uh, the highlight. I don't think he does because we've been talking about this game since six o'clock and he hasn't played that once. That would be game's my on guess. Fox too. Yeah, game was on Fox, so I don't know. But you know, they could still get it maybe and show the highlight. I don't know. I just realized. But all I know is that the ball yeah. was in the middle of the end zone and a Miami Dolphin player picked it up. I couldn't tell whether or not it went out of bounds. I'm gonna Why ball. do you care about this right now? Is the real question. By the way, I'm going to play this for you. And <laughs> yeah, they are efforting the highlight. By the way, you thought I had a good day yesterday? Yeah. No, no, no. Chris Carino did. He did Jets Dolphins in Miami for Compass Media Networks, and then had Nets Heat last night. Oh wow! That is a day. That is that, that is, is awesome. phenomenal. Here is here's the whatcha witchy boo. What'd you call it? Pitchy pitchy woo woo. Here is how it sounded on Compass Media Networks with your guy Chris Carino. Flacco will go out of the gun. Carter to his left. Wilson was left as well. They throw a short pass to Wilson. He spins, and here we go. Laterals going on. They back it out to Flacco, the wrong guy to get it. Throws it backward now as the Jets still working around all the way to their goal line. Start up to the five ball. Throw left. Howard has deflected. It lands on the ground, and it goes out of the end zone on the far sideline for a safety. He nailed on it. On the oh, final play okay. of the game. Look at that. He absolutely nailed it. Somehow that ball ended up back in the end zone. No, I think what you're referencing is what he said when the player tried to pick it up at like the four-yard line. I think he basically kicked it through the end zone. Unless my eyes are tricking me, I saw a Miami Dolphin player in the mi- in the middle of the end zone with the ball in his hands. Yeah, that was after the safety. He picked it up to I could, Yeah, I couldn't see what was going on on the side. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Anyway, they went 11-6. Um, Tyler Conklin, you guys haven't scored in like a long time, meaning touchdowns. So what happened down the stretch here? Because that was pretty brutal. They get outside noise. They get no, outside. no, no. Yeah, it doesn't seem real. I mean, how do you have a collapse like that? Uh, I don't know. Your tough questions, guys. Wish I had the answers for them. You know, I don't. I don't know why we haven't scored touchdowns. I mean, it's frustrating as hell. And how we drop six straight when we're, you know, you, you think we'd have a pretty good shot at the playoffs at one point, right? You know, we obviously didn't do what we need to do to make that happen. It's just frustrating. 187 total yards for the Since Jets. Since week 13, they averaged 11 points per game. That's not good. No, the red zone percentage was 20%, and they gave the ball away 10 times. 11 points per game when defense ruled in the 80s wouldn't have been good. True. Now? Wow. I mean, that's over six games. (laughs) It's not one game. That's over six games. They averaged 11 points. That's right, and 10 turnovers during those six games. That hurts. That really does hurt. That's pretty atrocious. So fair to say they've got some work to do. Uh, going Bills, meantime, going forward into the postseason with their win. Well, they were going anyway, but they beat the Patriots to wrap up the season. They get the two-seed in the AFC. Naheem Himes, the not one, but two kickoff returns for touchdowns. He says uh, DeMar Hamlin, certainly around, if you will. Yeah, you, you've seen, like, we have three zone. I had three on my thigh pads today. It's, it's been amazing, but all that was for him. And I'm I'm happy for the things that happened to me, but I was spirited. I felt like he was out there with us. He was with them. That's very nice. Here's Josh. I think uh, Geno Smith made... Uh, for making the playoffs this year, guys. Well, like an incentive? Or an you're incentive, saying... an incentive. Well, I'm not sure. A million dollars. 
500. Just answer your own question already. 3.5 million. Thank you. Good, Good for him. him. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> Very nice. Here was Josh Allen. So regular season over. Turn your attention to Miami. It's you know it's playoffs now. It's one week seasons. Um, I believe we got the Dolphins next week. A team that knows us well. Um, so we got to put our put our work in this this week and, and get ready for next week. That's it. Next week they'll take them on. Now the Patriots season ended. And Bill Belichick did a, uh, a Zoom conference with the reporters this morning. He spoke for about five minutes before opening up to questions. And all he talked about was the offseason and the work they had to do and getting together with uh, Bob Kraft to figure out roster stuff and blah, 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 blah. And so then the second question was, How do you feel about coming back for uh, a 24th season as head coach? Is that something you, you want to do? Uh, yeah, I think I just talked about that. So process will start today. <laughs> As he said it would. So he is coming back. 71 years old, Bill Belichick. Do you, uh, Bill, do you believe your quarterback has a douche face? <laughs> no one asked him that. Boomer Esiason <laughs> believes that he does. <laughs> that would have been something. Yeah. Um, I hear Geno Smith made $3.5 million for his team making the playoffs. Yeah. They won, and the Packers lost at Lambeau, thanks to the Lions, who beat them 20-16 to last night. And here is Dan Campbell going out and getting it done. It was a good win. Uh, it was a great win. Our guys, I was proud of our guys. They played their ass off. They were ready for this game. And, uh, you know, they wanted to prove something, and they did that. And and uh, this team has just hung in there all year long. I said it. It's a special group. And, of course, his uh, running back, Jamal Williams, had himself a hell of a night, too. 72 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Here he was on NBC Sports. We played this at 730. Uh, he was very sad and emotional, and then he was very mad. I'm grateful to be able to play this game for my great-grandfather, and I'm glad that he's looking down on me. I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him? Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. We made we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked their picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I gotta say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mother. <laughs> That's the greatest. Stop don't playing with us. I don't even watch TV. That's the greatest thing. He was ever. the one with the Pokemon last week. Yeah, no, he is he is tremendous. That guy's had just an unbelievable season. Scored a ton of touchdowns, been doing all sorts of dances, everything else. It's great. Here's Aaron Rodgers. So, it's been a long career. You're done this year. You stepping away? You coming back? What are your thoughts? It's a normal thought, but at some point the carousel comes to a stop and it's time to get off. And I think you you kind of know when that is. Alright, so is it now? We don't know. We will find out. I'm yeah. sure he'll probably drag this into April. I'm sure. And our uh, buddy from Casamigos, Lee Einsidler, he sent me all that. He's a big Packers fan. He sent me all this like Wisconsin pastry before the Packer Viking game, sort of like as a joke, you know, yeah, type of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, eat this Wisconsin stuff and you know, everything right. else. I'm surprised it wasn't cheese. And so I was thinking about sending him after last night a cola guard. Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. Okay. <laughs> Steelers won Sunday, but they didn't get the help they needed to make the playoffs, and so that be that for Mike Tomlin. You know, it comes to a screeching halt. This offseason thing, I don't know that I pondered that. I was preparing for the potential of next week, and so I don't have the answer to that as I sit here. Yeah, I don't know what the question was. Did a great job, man. <laughs> getting that team back, anyway. just like Dan Campbell. You know, he and Dan Campbell very similar. Yeah, nine and eight, sixteen straight. Years at 500 or better for Tomlin. The Cardinals lost big to the Niners. That was fitting. Cliff Kingsbury, your team went four and thirteen. As a coach, you learn along the way, um, each and every step. 
you know, I, I think there's there's things that I'll take from this and be a better coach moving forward. But you have to go through a season like this to try and make those changes moving forward. By the way, no, just completely honest, I hate the 17 games. Do you? I don't like the way the records look. It's all it's it's uneven. Oh, they'll it's get to stupid. before too long. So that's don't worry too about much. It. it really is. Anything past sixteen See, is too I, much. I really thought everything was just perfect with the last NFL Ugh. playoff schedule. And I mean, I like the fact that there's more teams that are involved now because yesterday you had high drama. The Steelers would have never been involved. Would have never had that. Right. But I, I thought it was just perfect. The top two teams get the bye. You know, it was talking, perfect. Talking about six teams, it was just, I mean, I don't know. And Bush, you talk about six games on wild card weekend. Yeah. Which is, the, which is great, you know, so. And you could still have that format with the 16 games. I mean, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but you got to sell these games a la carte now. Yeah, because they're so. not making enough money. Well, I mean, listen, the whole idea is to grow. They're growing. Growing the league, and, you know, that's that's the job. That's got to continue to figure out ways to grow. That's that's all that's going on, Jerry. No, I don't like you. I've been trying to get you to grow your cornhole league, oh, but, you, but you just like you're focused in on this little thing, and I'm like I'm trying to bring it out to a, a whole other level, take it to a whole. Could you level. imagine if we did that, and I was out till ten thirty every night and was dog ass tired every morning in here? Be worth it. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. This is one of those can't-win spots, Jerry. <laughs> Here's Tom Brady. He's going to the postseason, even though his team went just 8-9. and nine, They did win the division. So you're 45 years old. How does it feel? It's pretty good at 25, too. So 25, 35, 45, it's pretty good to be in the playoffs. Uh-huh. And they'll be home to Dallas next Monday night to wrap up, what do they call it, Extreme Wild and Big Wild Card Weekend? Super. Super Wild Card Weekend. Yes, that'll be uh, Monday night, 8-15 in Tampa. Lovey Smith, one season in Houston. And fired. Get out. Uh, the Broncos reportedly going to talk to Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh this week about their opening after uh, their interim coach got the win yesterday over the Chargers. And the Panthers plan to talk with Frank Reich and Jim Caldwell about their opening. TCU, Georgia tonight, college football national championship game. Since Chris Carino, who was great on Compass Media Networks with the Jets, did the game for us, but got choked out by a bad engineer last night. Uh, we will hear Ryan Rucco on yes as the Nets got the big hoop late. No! Rebound, loose! O'Neal's floater is gone! Royce O'Neal on the follow puts the Nets in front! And again, Rucco on the yes network. They beat the Heat 102-101 on the other end. Uh, they were very physical with Jimmy Butler. No foul called. And so Brooklyn winds up winning the game 102-101. Make it 18 of their last 20. I believe it's their best 20-game stretch, they said, during the broadcast in team history. It was Royce O'Neal to go ahead hoop. Kyrie Irving had 29. Uh, here was Irving. Way to go, Royce O'Neal. Grateful that Royce got the rebound because uh, that, that shot could have definitely gone either which way. Um, you know, I was trying to go for the kill shot. And that was the long three, which he didn't get. Um, and I think he did that because they turned the ball over the last three times down the floor. Here was Jacques Vaughn. The concern now turns to Kevin Durant. 17 points, but left late in the third as uh, Jimmy Butler rolled into his right knee. Evaluations coming today with an MRI. Yeah, you know, he didn't finish the game. And uh, just right knee, he'll get evaluated tomorrow. And uh, then hopefully I'll have some more info from you. evaluation Yeah, most likely, Brian, it will include imaging just to make sure we're good, yeah. Yep, they'll be good. We shall see uh, how much time he misses. you got to think it'll be a little bit of time, but then again, who knows. Sixers get a triple-double from James Harden, 2011 and 11. They beat the Pistons. Cavaliers won in fifth. Phoenix now under 500. How about that? 20 and 21. And the Knicks home for the Bucks coming up later tonight. Rutgers lost Sunday to Iowa, and Maryland beat number 24 Ohio State 
80 to 73. Time now for Moment of the Day, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Naheem Himes started yesterday's game between the Bills and Dolphins with a kickoff return for a touchdown. Some believe higher powers had something to do with it. Down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Oh, you just said this is storybook. This is almost fate. I just can't believe what just happened. Josh Allen, the same thing. Six days removed from this incredible can't believe it. scene that we saw with the Bills player down in Cincinnati. And now... Oh, oh my God! <laughs> oh, unbelievable! Oh, Jim! Oh! It's been amazing, but all that was for him, and I'm I'm happy for the things that happened to me. But I was spirit. I felt like he was out there with us. See, Jerry, sports gods. No, I'm sorry, wrong. Uh, no, yes, wrong, Jerry. Yes, wrong. Yes, I thought they tried harder and actually executed all their blocks. And Jerry, the second time the Patriots let him score. Jerry, that one guy should be cut for the whiff on the tackle. These things just don't happen. They Jerry. do just happen. There's divine intervention. Oh, yeah. No. There's spirituality. Oh, stop There's, it, stop I'm it, telling stop. you. So what, what did the Packers fan pray to Satan? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Moment of the day. All right. Thanks, Jerry. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Things Boomer's been fascinated with the end of Jets Dolphins and how it got to eleven to six and what was in his memory and was not in his memory and all of that and made the CBS Sports Network guys dig this thing up. So uh, just out of respect to them, uh, I would like to have them play that. They're not back from break yet, so we'll just uh, wait a second till they are, so we can get this whole thing on TV. But what you remembered happened. You want to see if it actually happened because you're watching all the games at once. So uh, this was the uh, pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo, as Eddie said, the Scott Van Pelt's uh, trademark uh, at the end of Jets-Dolphins and how it ended up being 11-6 to and not 9-6 to uh, for those that are watching on CBS Sports Network. Let's take a look at this from yesterday. Here it is. Uh, Flacco over to Wilson. That was Garrett almost Wilson. incomplete. Garrett Wilson back to Flacco. Flacco runs left, gives it over to Elijah Moore. That was the Moore. best pass of the day right Elijah there. Elijah Moore running towards the goal line, then goes forward and pitches it back up. Dolphins player, uh, there you go. Look at that. 
ball I went said, out of bounds. So, so where did so all right, I didn't see the ball go out of bounds. I couldn't tell that it went out of bounds, but you saw that somebody threw it back inbounds. Right, after and it got Dolphins out of bounds. player got it. So I didn't see. I guess the the uh the official must have blown his blown his whistle at that time. That's right. So there you go. That's how it got to right. eleven to six. Uh did you see the Bernie Kozar story? I did. So Bernie Kozar, Browns, former Browns quarterback, probably the best one they ever had. Uh he uh, placed a large bet on the Browns to beat the Steelers in Week 18. $19,000. He was fired for making that bet because team... In, now, I should have mentioned he is part of the Browns radio broadcast. And he's hired by the team. He's hired by the team. He was fired from that job because team employees are not allowed to gamble. Period. So, he ended up getting fired. Now, I understand how and why... There are rules in place for this. However, does Bernie Kozar deserve to lose his job over placing that bet? I don't believe that his, him and where he is in his career can influence the outcome of a game. And that's what this is all about as far as team employees betting. I mean, unless Bernie Kozar, now especially when he's betting for the team to win. Now you're telling me Bernie Kozar bets for the uh, bets um, on the Steelers to beat the Browns, and then he goes and Nancy Kerrigan's Deshaun Watson. <laughs> now then we're talking about a different story. But I thought this was too much of a punishment for a guy for making a bet on the Browns to win. I thought it was ridiculous. So wasn't it a bet that where the winner was going to give the money to charity? It was. Mm-hmm. And who was he? He was betting against another person, right? He wasn't betting. No, for- I think... I think he placed the first bet in Cleveland for legalized sports gamble. Oh, he did. Yeah, but if he won, he was given the money. So this was part of this, uh, maybe a sponsorship thing or something? Maybe, yeah. I mean, who knows? Actually, I'll take a look to make sure if it was a sponsor. Like, was it like Vandal opening up there or something? Or was it another... He placed a legal $19,000 bet on Brown. The Browns beat the Steelers. Yeah, that's that's really all it says right there. All right. Let's see what else. But then he was going to give the proceeds had he won to a charity, I guess. Yep. And it was just to kind of highlight the fact that you could do real betting on games in yeah. Ohio, maybe, or in yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, because like they had Pete Rose do it in Cincinnati. Pete Rose placed the very first legal bet. Oh, so Ohio went went legal. Okay, yeah. With, all right. With online sports games. All right. So he was asked to do it by a sponsor. Maybe of the radio station, I'm sure. I guarantee you. I hope not if he got fired for that. I guarantee you it had to be somebody like Fandle or somebody like that asking him to do that. Unless he had a personal endorsement just with the company who was placing the bet with. I don't know. Right. That that also be a thing. And maybe he didn't tell the rest of the people or, you know, his employers. Right. But the reason he got fired is because of the policy, which is team employees can't gamble on games. Which to me, that's not not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. All right. So let me ask you this question. So... We we hire the baseball announcers for the baseball team. So Susan and John get their check from us. Is mm-hmm. that right? Uh, yes. So they are employees of our radio station. Mm-hmm. They then, therefore, if we had a policy, or the Yankees, or the Major League Baseball has a policy, that would that wouldn't amount to them because they're not employed by the Yankees. That's right. So they could make the bet. That is correct. Yep. So, but if Bernie Kozar is getting 
a paycheck from the Cleveland Browns. By extension of that paycheck, he is a part of the Browns organization. And we know that the NFL has this this policy because we saw Miles uh, Austin, the wide receiver uh, coach for the Jets, just go through this. That's right. So an example. Uh, the he got Gi- suspended. He didn't get fired. Right. Like the Giants, they hire their guys for the broadcast. So Bob Pop and Carl Banks are Giants employees. Okay. So if either one of them made an NFL bet, that would fall under the same thing. But Did not- they know that? I would hope so, especially after know. this. But I mean, what? Let me ask you: What's the harm here? What What is the NFL afraid of if Bernie Kosar makes a bet on the Browns? It's, it, well, again, you know, again, <laughs> I don't know what the NFL is afraid of, and I don't know why they would fire Bernie. Maybe they were looking for a reason to fire Bernie. That That also could be, yeah, you know, part of this thing too. But the other thing too that really, just man, when you think about this, it's like they, they'll take the money as sponsors. Oh, yeah. Which, and, and promote it all over everywhere, just like we do. Right, of course. Just like all the you know online ads do, just like everybody else is doing. Same thing with, I mean, Calvin Ridley, too. Same situation. I mean, it, that's now, a different story. He's a player, though. Right, but he didn't bet on the NFL. I know he didn't, but that, still, I understand it's a hard and fast rule. But then again, the NFL had hard and fast rules for the situation that happened on Monday night. But decided to change those rules come Friday, and 25 votes, you know, passed the the motion that was in front of the owners. Uh, to me, it's just be reasonable here. I mean, bon- Bernie Kosar, at, at his age, with his job, at this point, isn't affecting the outcome of Brown Steelers by placing a bet on it. And plus, it was a promotional bet. Right. It just has nothing to do with anything. Like, I understand you want to protect the outcome and the integrity of games. Yeah. Bernie Kosar making this bet has nothing to do with the integrity of football. You speak nothing. about integrity. Isn't the owner of that football team, didn't he get in trouble with pilot flying Jay yeah, for right, yeah. uh, stealing money and mm-hmm. frauding people or something or whatever well, the hell about, happened with those people? Like, let, let's well, let's fire Bernie Kosar for making a legal bet, but let's give Deshaun Watson the richest contract in the history of football <laughs> when he's the league's biggest pervert. <laughs> Makes sense? Yeah. Like, poor Bernie Kosar, the greatest quarterback in Browns history... Gets uh, bleep canned for making a legal bet. Yeah. But let's now hire this sexual predator to be our quarterback and give him the richest contract in NFL history. And the guy who hired him got in trouble because of his pilot flying J rest stops. That's right. Yeah. He was ripping off somebody left and right. I don't know. Not reporting income. <laughs> I don't either. even remember anymore. I mean, it's just. It's, it's, it's one a, thing after the next. Yeah. Browns. The Browns. The Browns. The Browns. Uh, Ron is out in Wisconsin. What's going on, Ron? Yeah, hi. Hi. Am I on the radio? Yes, you are, sir. What's going on? Hey, I wanted to just kind of say, hey, um, the things are going to beat the Giants. They're going to. The Vikings are going to are going to beat the Giants. Okay. In in all season long, and I listen to this things on TV, and what is wrong with them winning ugly? It's it's still their wins all season long. I've been living through this. And I live in northern Wisconsin, and <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about the Packers and Rodgers. Oh, me okay. too. Listen, I've, I've, I, they, what they got last night was awesome. That was tremendous. I was so happy that the Lions went in there and knocked them out. But, I mean, I just, I'm telling you right now, though, Ron, and I apologize in advance. It is my fault that the Vikings are going to lose this game. Just so you know, <laughs> so you can call, 
Call me up on Monday, a week from today, and I will apologize to you again. It's because I trashed the Giants. There's nothing Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, Kevin O'Connell, Zadarius Smith, Harrison Smith. There's nothing any of these guys can do because I put them in this situation by trashing Daniel Jones, by trashing Saquon Barkley, the Giants, everything. And they're going to go in and they're going to beat the Vikings. And I'm going to have to sit here and have one of the toughest professional weeks I've ever had. It's just written in stone, man. So I'm sorry. Hey, I understand. I've been living this. I've been living this for years. It's. I mean, I was in the building when the kick went, when the kick didn't go through. Which one? <laughs> so many. You're talking about 1998. You're talking about the Seattle playoff game, wild card weekend. I mean, what, what are we talking about? Hey, it saved me ten thousand dollars because the next day I was I was going to the bank to get some money because I was going to Miami. Oh, okay. So you're talking about 19. You're talking about 98 and the Gary Anderson one. You were there. Yeah. Oh my yep. God! Ugh, just, yep, it you know. saved me. Like I said, it saved me ten thousand dollars because I was heading to Miami. You know, Crimea River Vikings fans. I mean, talk to the Jet fan for God's sake. They've got a Super Bowl. There's, there's I, Jet fans out there that have seen them win a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's a, a whole. Come on, come, come on. on, come on. There is. I mean, the the recent there history. Is. They haven't done anything since Rex O'Brien left. For God's sake. Okay. I mean, you gotta, you gotta. Like, you guys are uh, amazing. Just the. Your team and your organization is successful, but they never win the big one. Never. Let's go to Shawnee in Edgewater. Shawnee, what's happening, brother? Boomer, how are you? Okay, man. What's going on? Thank you very much. And Jerry Recco, shout out to him as well. Uh, My daughter, Ava Grace, and I went to her first ever basketball game this past Thursday at the Rack, or the Jersey Mike Center, I should say. We came up to you, we took a picture with you, and I've been fortunate enough to be around some celebrities in my time Mm. here. And I can tell you that you were beyond generous with your time with us. Um, Ava was absolutely blown away by being at her first game. She's eight. And you could tell, like, when the Rutgers went on a run, she started to get really uh, scared with the people going nuts around her. So when we met you at halftime, it was kind of like the perfect respite. And you never rushed us. You were completely cool um, as a Terp, as a as someone that grew up on Long Island, as a Jets fan. I really wanted to thank you. Um, so thank you very much for that. I had a couple of other points, if I could. One. Oh, actually, no. <laughs> uh, very nice. Thank you. I appreciate the I think what he was trying to say, because he's told me the other night, too, he goes, you know, a seven-win season for the Jets is pretty good. It's 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 over their, their over-under number. Yeah. But the problem is they lost six in a row at the end of the season. And right. the way that they lost these games, and this is why, you know, people change. Like, in, in a six-week period, all of a sudden, everybody looks at things differently. Because when things are really bad or the adversity hits, you want to be able to win through some of those issues. And unfortunately for the Jets over the last six weeks, they have been unable to do that. Yeah. Sean, give us a call tomorrow. We'll talk some Jets. You spent a minute and a half, you know, tongue-bathing boomer. So that was your time on the air. That was very nice. I appreciate that. Yeah, I didn't, right. I didn't realize you to say that. Here's a couple of napkins. If you like to I don't napkins. I'm fine. Sean's saliva. I'm fine. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 